she scores! Take a moment to look up at the ceiling. You're about to bust through it. SDPN and PWHPA presents Hockey, like you've never heard it before. The Noxie and Cax Show with Liz Knox and Carol Emard. <laughs> Let's get it. Go. Welcome back to the Noxie and Cax Show brought to you by SDPN and the PWHPA. I'm Liz Knox. This is Carol Emard. We are Noxie and Cax. And today we're excited to introduce to you Olympian, world champion, locker room DJ, and our first actual goalie, Javier Lacasse. Jen, oh. thanks for joining us. How is that French? Is that all right? That's pretty good. You're pretty yeah. good French. What do you mean? I'm learning. Official goalie, though. Well, I it's coming Maxi? from me, so it's it's true. <laughs> um, so let's get started here quickly for those who maybe haven't been watching ho- women's hockey the last year. Um, of course, Cax and I have, and we noticed your absence. Uh, talk to us a little bit about kind of what your last year has been like, what you've been going through, and kind of where you are maybe in your recovery process. Yeah, so uh, last year was playing, you know, PWHPA, COVID, all that. And then uh, we had Worlds Camp, Worlds got cancelled, and then they had to name the centralization roster. And unfortunately, I got cut um, from that roster, so it wasn't on the team. Um, You know, at the end of the day, just wasn't good enough to make the team. And, uh, you know, hopefully in the future, if I do decide to keep playing whatever it is, that I can make my way back onto the team or whatever, but I decided, you know what, I'm going to take this time to, to get healthy. Um, you know, I've been playing through a lot of different injuries and pain and stuff like that. My back, um, my shoulder. So got everything checked out. Um, and turns out that I had a labrum injury in my shoulder. So, um, decided to get surgery in December. Um, so yeah, recent, I'm yeah, recent two months, uh, post-op right now, it'll, be about a four to six month full, full recovery. So, um, just taking the time to, to get my body healthy and my back feels great. I'm working out physio, such, such a great support system around me. So, um, no hockey for me this year, but, uh, hopefully in a couple months here, I can get back on the ice. And I, I don't know how that felt, but, uh, maybe just knowing what you had and how you could fix it shoulder wise. Cause I feel like you had this kind of like ongoing pain or whatnot for the past years so you know you have the plan ahead you're kind of focusing on that like how has it been to just i feel like when you know and you have a solution and you you have a direction it's a bit different too and and i don't know how you feel but it seems like you're you're upbeat and you're you're ready to go and get back at it too yeah yeah it's it's just crazy you know when you're playing hockey you're being a goalie there's so much stress on your body and we're just going through the grind day to day and you're in the gym and you're just trying to do what you can do to kind of get to the next day and get to the next practice and the next game. So, um, you know, getting cut, you know, as much as I would like to be at the Olympics right now, kind of a blessing in disguise to, to be able, it took all the way till, um, November where I had one week where at the end of the week, I was like, wow, like I didn't feel any pain this week. Like I wasn't crazy this week. And like I just felt like rejuvenated. And at that point, that's where I was like, well, maybe I do want to, you know, get back on the ice and stuff like that. But then had my shoulder surgery shortly after, but, um, I've definitely felt like I'm 
can sleep less and have more energy, just not having that pain with my back and shoulder. And yeah, the rehab, there's definitely some pain in neck and all of that, but <laughs> it's weird because the more I move now, the less pain that I have. So before it was like, the more I move, the more pain now, the more I'm moving, the more I do, the less pain. So it's kind of Sick. Well, that's, that's so great to hear. And very like Jack Campbell of you to speak so candidly about being uh, what I would say released temporarily from the team. You know, this, uh, for those listeners at home that don't really understand how the national team process works, uh, it's very rarely, is it a definitive, like you're done, you're out of the program. There's constantly, they're trying out new players. Uh, The position of goaltenders, especially hard to reach. I know for myself um, and, you know, very, very candid of you to speak. So, um, you know, humbly about it, but you have fans in us. We know that you're capable of the comeback and we're excited to see your journey back into the game. So speaking of being humble, let's take it way back. This is how uh, Jen and I first met. I, I believe it was how we first met was at the Jaina Hefford, Lori Dupuy hockey camp. And of course we were both counselors at the camp. Uh, this was back in, I guess it would have been probably the summer of 2013. Cause I, I think you were training for Sochi. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, we would have met before that Liz, because, um, I was at the under 22 camp. Just a young buck. <laughs> 2009, in 2009, I got brought into the under 22 Whoa. camp as the fifth goalie. So it that's was, right. It was you and Kessler, um, uh, who's the Mercyhurst goalie? I'm trying to remember. Oh, oh Pattenden. Uh, Laura. Pattenden oh, and Hill, Laura. Hill Pattenden. Yeah. yeah. Laura was the other one. And I was the fifth goalie. So I was skating with Team Red and Team White. And <laughs> Charlie Labonte had gotten hurt with the centralization team. So I was skating with the Olympic team too. So I was actually on the ice like almost six hours in a row. Like just a was, utility goalie, just yeah. pushing her wherever they needed her. <laughs> I mean, I was so bad. Like I could barely do it like from one face off dot to another T push. Like I didn't know how to do it. (laughs) Somehow someone saw something in me and brought me to that camp. Um, I'd be willing to bet it was work ethic because you literally just were any, anywhere and everywhere that they needed you to be. And as I was saying, like, I I would like to take some credit for that because when we did get back to training at the Dupuy Hefford hockey camp, Laura Mack and I, you know, we put you through a really rigorous training regime if you will hear about this you got me ready for boot camp like i I, I like to leave so why don't you tell the the listeners how i was your personal trainer for a week (laughs) so so they really made sure that i got the most out of our training when we're at the dupuy hefford hockey school we only work half days which is wonderful so that we can train the other half of the day (laughs) and so we went to work in the morning in the afternoon we get back to our place Oh, let's, let's go out on the lake. Let's go paddleboard and uh, pedal boat. And so you got Mac and Noxie in the, the paddle boat and I'm on my paddleboard and they're crushing a couple beers in there. And then, Oh, Lacasse, why don't you just pull us around? So tie the rope <laughs> to my paddleboard. No way. <laughs> I'm paddleboarding and they're literally just sitting back there sipping on some brews. And, uh, that was quite I remember fun. taking a picture with Laura Mac, just being like, this is when, you know, you're at the turning point in your career. Like Jen's just pulling our two asses around with a case <laughs> of beer and she's just in prime shape. Like, <laughs> That's amazing. That's some core workout and cardio too. Like that's big. Seriously. Seriously. That was amazing. I owe a lot to you too. (laughs) How long did you pull them for? Like how hours? 
Oh, jeez. Around the lake. Just, God. <laughs> this was not a like five Boxing. minute little journey. It was hours. Yeah. And and the only reason we went back was we we're like, hey, uh, Jen, we're we're out of beers. So we're going to have to take it back real fast here. <laughs> well, hey, it felt a lot lighter by that point, though. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to them. <laughs> Okay. The other thing that we have in common, sorry, Cax, I'm stealing the, the no, show. I love it. I'll let you have your, your questions later. Um, the, another thing that we have in common is we actually both wore the number 27 uh, in our college days. And a little, I wore it a little bit after you wore it more after. Can you tell us about why, why that number? Why 27? Well, I wore like a million different numbers growing up. It was basically whatever they had, they gave me. Um, and then I got to college, get to pick my number. So I was like, I want something that's a little bit different, not necessarily a goalie number. And uh, thought it was cool. It looked good on the back of a jersey. Like it did. My name, 27, it looked cool. So I, I got that. Um, and then when I actually went with the national team, it was like, put your three favorite numbers. So I was like, well, 27. Obviously. And, and I was like, oh, 29 is a cool number, but like not even thinking, oh, that's a number. <laughs> and then I think I'd put um, 30, I think. I'm not even sure. And then I got a jersey and it was 31. And I was like, well, cool. I guess I'll keep 31. Yeah. It's got <laughs> so the right logo it. on the front, so I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I really couldn't care less than that. That's awesome. I love that. It fit well, the 27, the name looked perfectly. Um, on that note, and all about style and where you're going, I mean, you're already we wearing kind of a stylish uh, hoodie here and everything. Um, I I'm surprised you're not wearing something super colorful as a hat or something. Maybe a dolphin. We'll talk about that um, later. But on that note, like we were just talking about Olympic swag uh, right before we came on here. And, and, uh, we, I've been loving every single pieces of Lululemon uh, that the girls have got this year. And, and um, what, like, what do you think of it to start us off with? And then after that, with every single pieces that you've received so far in your career, where, which one was the worst piece you you kind of got? <laughs> and then also your favorite one. So I want to go in that kind of like <laughs> angle here. The, I mean, the Lulu swag is unreal. Like, no offense to HBC, like the last two Olympics, I got some some really nice swag, but like, there's only so much you can do with like cotton and those types of materials. And yeah. the Lulu stuff, like we all know, it's just so comfortable and so awesome. Um, definitely wish I made the team for the swag. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll definitely be stealing some of that stuff from some of the girls, but it looks amazing. Like it's just the jackets look so nice. And oh man, I like, I like too that right now it's like matching fits are, are in I, stock. Like I have the matching sweats to this, wearing them together looks good. And I think there's some leggings that are kind of like darker red and brighter red, and then yeah. they got the matching shirt and everything. So that's, it's pretty swaggy. Yeah. It. The fits look yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, they look so good. We got a ton too. Gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'll be trying to steal some as well too. <laughs> <laughs> we got some contacts. <laughs> I'll ask my bestie. We'll see. <laughs> um, and then what about, what about yours? Like, let's say you touched on what you received too. And then, okay, let's go with your favorite. And then, yeah. Oh man. Um, there was a cool hat, I think. I think it's 2014. We got kind of like the red hat where it was like a lace. It was kind of like an old school kind of like felt. 
looking hat, Ooh, which was okay. kind of cool. It, like an it Indiana like, Jones style hat, like a like a with a brim, or was it, it like? No, it was like it was like just a front brim, but not really like a ball cap. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and it had like like you know when there's the ear flaps, but it yep. had the ear flaps to the front. Ah, uh, yeah, I know the hat you're talking about now. I that was a pretty cool hat, um, just super unique. And I remember growing up like seeing those roots hats from the yeah, yeah. and like. <laughs> kind of just the felt like the material reminded me of that and when i was a kid i always wanted one of those roots hats and i never got one um so So instead i decide i'll just go to the olympics and get my own (laughs) childhood trauma will make you do crazy things actually oh my gosh love that. and then do you have something that you like kind of look back on we don't need to put brand names on it maybe no. but do you have something you look back on and you're like wow that was such a such a thing at the time like we i mean we've all lived through the 90s so we all have some select fashion choices what have you Jen? did you get anything like national team wise like well you guys have been on the team you guys know like some of the apparel that we get is questionable um <laughs> there's definitely sometimes we get stuff that's like a little bit more girly than I would like it to be. Yeah. Um, It's free. So at the end of the day, I'm like, I'll find a friend to give it to. Um, It's true. But on on that note, I actually was talking to Tanya. This was a few years ago, one of our kind of managers. And I said, Hey, can we start an apparel committee? So I started an apparel committee. So I was on the committee and then they brought in Raj because Raj is more the conservative. <laughs> so I was yeah. more the like <laughs> colorful bag colors. <laughs> and then Raj was like, Oh, this golf item looks nice. And like <laughs> this, uh, like way more conservative, you know, right. like she was way into the, the Nike golf stuff. And then, um, I think Pooh was on it too, but she was just so busy and probably didn't check her texts. So she, uh, <laughs> she wasn't, re- she was a part of the committee, but she, she wasn't really looking at the stuff as much, but uh, we definitely got a couple more swaggier items through that, I think. And then Spooner ended up doing it a little bit too. So things got a bit more girly again. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It, honestly, it's a so funny because like, as we get into talking about the culture of women's sport and when women's hockey, like there are girls who want to have like the fitted tees that are hourglass shaped with short t-shirt sleeves on them. And then there are others that don't. And you know what? There's space for all of us. I love that you always have like your own style on things. So I do want to switch a little bit. We want to talk about a little bit about your pads because yeah. your like your pads have always been top notch. I remember when you were in Providence, you had like the all silver kind of grayish ones. Um, we were just talking about your last set with the national team with the plaid nod. Uh, talk us through some of your pad choices and kind of like how do you design these things? What are you looking for? Yeah, well. I've been super lucky with Bauer the last couple of years. Like they can literally just make, like they could put my dog on my pad. <laughs> you I would love that. to see that. <laughs> yeah. But the plaid pads actually came to me in a dream, believe it or not. Um, oh, okay. I, I had a dream that I had plaid, like full plaid pads on. And I woke up the next morning and I texted my equipment uh, guy, Bauer Lee. And I was like, Oh my God, I had a dream, like plaid pads, whatever. And then it was a couple months later designing new pads and he sends me a few graphics and things. And one of them had plaid on them. 
Come on. Like, no way. We're going with the plaid pads, like for sure. So that is amazing. Yeah. And then I had my red pads before that had mini hockey Canada logos all over that. Um, I was with nurse on the bus and we we're talking about <laughs> Louis Vuitton. And I was like, oh, <laughs> if I had Louis Vuitton pads. And she was like, oh my God. Yeah. So then that's how those pads came to be. They're Louis Vuitton inspired um, hockey Canada hockey Canada pads. pads. Yeah, that's incredible. It talked to the one of the Bauer designers and he made it happen sent a couple designs and uh yeah I love that a way to like express myself um I never had matching equipment till I got to university we grew up you know we were middle class and not a lot of money um just lucky to play hockey I worked at a hockey store through high school to pay for gear like I rarely got a paycheck because it would just (laughs) I needed a new helmet or a new glove so I had I think my last year I had a black, red, and white helmet. I had yellow and black gloves, and I had white, orange, black pads. Um, I love that. Just a complete mismatch. Um, But it was like I couldn't afford to get everything new every year, so I'd get something new one year, two, three years later, get something else. And um, So I think once I got to college, I just kind of went crazy and like – yeah. Honestly, that's a great message because we both, all three of us know that hockey is a very expensive sport. It's no surprise yeah. to anybody. And especially if your child or yourself decides to become a goalie, like it's, a, you just tripled or, or quadrupled your budget. Right. Yeah. So I was the same way growing up. Like I never had matching anything. I was always like strangely self-conscious about it because I would see other goalies who had all black DR pads at the time. And I was like, you know, like I'm not, I'm not that, like, I don't look that good. And you know, my parents, same thing. We're just like, well, it's what you do with it. You work hard. And when you get to the, you know, the level that you want to be at, you'll have plenty of opportunity to design your own pads. So I love that message. And uh, yeah, thanks very much for sharing that little bit about your, your childhood. Absolutely. You talk about those black dr and like being embarrassed there was one one point the most embarrassed of my gear is my mom worked at a hospital and one of her co-workers her son was a goalie and uh my glove just like i was getting bruised hands and everything so we bought his old glove and i get this glove and it's like battered old bond glove but in it he had named this glove the vacuum like it had like sharpie (laughs) the vacuum i love that it was an absolute vacuum of a glove, like so broken in and I wasn't getting bruised on my hand anymore, but that I forgot about that piece of equipment until you were just talking there. That's, That's amazing. That's amazing. We, we do that at, like as players too, but we, we get like our hand-me-downs from cousins or like, you know, and then you get to finally choose your skates or like, we don't get to design anything. I, I got a, I didn't get that love. I guess I could have potentially designed a helmet. I don't even know what we <laughs> could have done, but um, talking about the, the vacuum, I, I, do you think that, okay, when did you actually get the glove? How old were you ish? It would have been like 11, 12, probably. Okay. It's early on. I, I was like, oh my God, did that glove get you to, you know, Providence basically? Like, is it <laughs> the spirit of the vacuum lived on? <laughs> yeah. Like, I think it really did to be honest, looking at your career and everything you've I pretty much broke every single records over there, but, um, no, I, 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 maybe I was going to give the guy a shout out, you know, the vacuum became the Jen LaCasse style. (laughs) The reason, no, I think I had TPS gloves before going to Providence. Oh yeah. Those are classic too. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Okay. So I just like, you went to Providence, um, you chose that school. Um, talk to us a little bit about the, 
little bit about the process leading up to that kind of choice that you made, uh, maybe a couple of visits or whatever that you did before to other universities. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then we'll, and then we'll chat about your career there for sure. But yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I was in school in Kingston. I finished grade 11. I had one letter as from U of T like I'd gotten one letter, finished grade 11. And then I knew I wanted to go to school in the States. Like I thought I was good enough, but hadn't gotten any attention. So I repeated grade 11, went to a prep school in Chicago. And that year I managed to talk to the Providence coach and I talked to a few coaches and then left, went to Detroit, played for little Caesars for a year. And then all of a sudden I had like 10 or 12 offers on the line. And that's when I was talking to the Wisconsin and St. Lawrence and um, Duluth and all that. And then I settled on Providence, Wisconsin, and St. Lawrence were my final three options. So Ooh. decided to do an official <laughs> visit to all of them. Um, my visit at Wisconsin was pretty uneventful, honestly. <laughs> like I just felt super overwhelmed with the size of the campus, yeah. but I did want to go there to get a scooter. Like <laughs> <laughs> That was like the only reason I wanted to go. It was a thing. They all had that red, like not a Vespa, but red. Like just the athletes or, or like everybody, like every student gets a scooter. How does this work? A lot of the athletes, I think all have scooters to get around to like practice and all their classes. And they just rip around on, like, it's not like a pedal scooter. It's like, no, I would have taken a pedal scooter. They they would, they would buy it down from like other players. Right. So you graduate and you just sell it to a newbies that's coming in or something. But yeah, you get, they would, I get not you guys, but they would ride to games like in their, like, (laughs) like a little scooter gang dress outfit. That's the reason I wanted to go to Wisconsin. (laughs) You know what? That actually, I, believe because that is, that would be a selling point for me too for sure. <laughs> for sure that's so awesome um and then i went on a visit to st lawrence where kex was at school proud alumni yeah. were there i absolutely loved it there like kind of feels like canada you're kind of big dog on campus um old barn and i had a blast on my visit um yeah, the, the players dropped me off with some of their friends and fans, and they were like, hey, take bring care of her, bring her to the game. Like, they had an exhibition game against Miguel, and I was like, okay. I get in there, they're, like, crushing beers with me. They're like, let's go, let's get you drunk. I'm like, okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> We never did that. Come on. We didn't tell them to do that. We just said, have fun. Show this them. girl a good time. Yeah. And then they take me to the game. Like, I'm pretty loaded. I had to go to the locker room in between periods. Yep like listen to the coach speak and stuff but their fans they had brought they had like this air guitar that they would like pretend to be playing but the thing had booze in the guitar like there was a straw that came out of the guitar and we could drink out of it so we're drinking at the game too um and then Doesn't surprise uh, me. yeah and then we end up going to a party after playing beer pong once they really went. showed you a good time i mean that would have sold me a, i'll be honest it was a good kex, visit and kex then was in charge of me and at some point kex lost me because oh no for some reason Why? i decided to jump out of a window and <laughs> exactly i'm a runner i'm a runner who does that we got a runner <laughs> we've got a runner you know those video they put like a, a kid's bag like whatever with a leash i should have had that for jen that night like she, she just she jumped out oh the window God. and i'm like sitting there i'm like do i jump like <laughs> am i going after her like holy yeah. um oh, that's I mean, amazing yeah was, that was uh, fun it was a great visit one of the things that did mark me was that i came into one of the girls rooms with her 
And she's like, oh, no, the damn squirrel was in my room again. <laughs> I'm like, what? She's like, the squirrel keeps eating through the screen and he pissed on my on my <laughs> desk again, like on my papers. And there's literally like a little pee on the desk. <laughs> yeah. <I've, laughs> what is this place? <laughs> it's a St. Lawrence is in that um, up north, like, OK, North Country, New York State, like, upstate, yeah. upstate New York. Sorry. And then, uh, yeah, we have nature uh, all around <laughs> campus. I guess this girls were uh, very uh, present. Um, yeah, that was Carly. I think Carly Shields. That's yeah. wild. OK, yeah. so you you, d- yeah. you end up deciding on Providence, right? And then, yeah, I love like I love the fit of Providence. We had a goalie coach every day. That was like a huge thing for me. Yeah. So there was no goalie coach. So I was like, <laughs> how am I going to get better? Like, <laughs> I'm not very accountable to myself. I need someone else to be accountable for me. I need a goalie coach. I had one every single day at Providence, which no programs had. Um, So yeah, I decided on Providence. That's amazing. And loved it. Sorry to, sorry to cut you off there. Um, But you did go on to captain at Providence. Is that right? Yeah. I did. So you were, so unique situation for a goalie to wear a seat. Clearly you had matured a lot since you, (laughs) Jumped, out jumped out the window, window at SLU. Um, so maybe talk to us, like, what was that like? And I, I think the the interesting thing about wearing a C as a goalie is like the obvious that you can't just go down to the other end of the ice and, and talk to the refs, right? So did you guys have somebody else that also wore a C or how did that work? Were you just that yeah. stud of a standout leader that they were like, oh, she's, she's earned it. This is what we're going to do. No, so myself and uh, my best friend from school, Jen Friedman, we were both uh, co-captains. And then my junior year is I was actually assistant captain too. That's Um, amazing. I got to wear the A and the C, which was like such, such a huge honor. I mean, you never dream of that as a kid, like you're a goalie, like you never even think that's going to be possible, but in college um, it is possible. So it's, I don't know. It's just such a huge honor to Jen. I think, I think that speaks volume of like what you did there for Providence. And then that was my, you know, first question there is like, to me at playing against uh, you guys are during the time that you were at Providence, like you put Providence a little bit more, if not on the map itself, like um, you may not want to brag about it or anything, but the amount of records that you broke and, and uh, the saves uh, that you make in the, in the tournament, I think you have a record for that too. 127 saves. I think, I believe I saw at some point, like I just need the listeners to understand like, you stood on your head for a ton of games. And, and um, I think that's why you got the C and the A's and the leader that you became there. And talk, talk to us a little bit about your time at Providence and, you know, where you were as a team to where it ended to uh, yeah. your senior year. Yeah. I mean, it's like such a legendary program at Providence and that's, I feel like it's kind of lost a bit of that, like over the last, I don't know, 10 years or so, just, um, yeah, like it, it, they were one of the first programs, you know, they won back in the day. It was like Providence and New Hampshire. Those were like the two yeah. you know, the big schools. And now we have kind of those those bigger Wisconsin and, you know, the, the huge powerhouses, yeah, right? Minnesota. Like it's hard to convince someone to go to Providence when you have someone offering Wisconsin on the table too. Like I get it. They have scooters. Like <laughs> Exactly. Like, you could, the only way you could be with scooters is with the goalie coach. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, we came in a huge class. I think there was 11 of us in my class. We ended up graduating. Nine of us ended up graduating Two, uh, one stopped playing one transferred out. Um, 
but our class, we, we had so many kind of key players that came in really strong, yeah. a lot of goal scorers and stuff like that. So it was a bit tough our first year, like the, the older classes were not too happy that we kind of came in and like, I disrupted, um, the starting goalie that was there the year before. And now I kind of was the starter after a few weekends. And then the other girls in my class were starting lineup and stuff like that. So it disrupted, yeah. but it eventually, um, settled down once we actually had a dry season my freshman year that was a, a terrible idea that would have been enough for me to leave providence oh, <laughs> two, of the girls, two of the girls in our class got in trouble the first two weekends well of that's why that's why drinking. Yep. there are rules me. for a reason wasn't me um and there was <laughs> one girl. there was one weekend where we were playing bu I don't know. BU was a Sunday game. I don't know who the Saturday game was, but our coach said, if you guys sweep this weekend, like you can go out. And we were like, Oh, we're sweeping. Like there's no way we're not sweeping this weekend. <laughs> Ultra motivated then. Oh yeah. We swept and like, we were celebrating so hard. And I think like half the team ended up puking that night. It was oh, just not a good, like no one drank the whole year. And then all of a sudden you're telling like 20, one year everyone was 21 <laughs> 20 yes yeah legal age everything was okay <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got it. We, had, we had such a tight-knit group um and we got so close like i don't know if you guys saw so my my senior year we win the quarterfinals to go into hockey east i yeah. got a shout out we win the semi-final we beat um northeastern i think one nothing or two nothing that was against florence Schelling, which her and i had crazy oh, yeah. throughout college. We she won. was also legendary. I, I think it was my senior game. Uh, it was 0-0. We went to like the 13th shooter and shootout. And then we ended up winning. One of our D scored on the 13th shooter and shootout, which was just insane. That's amazing. That's, that's it, awesome. It was so, crazy. Um, so actually, it's funny to say Florence Schelling too, because she was one of my goalie partners in Brampton when we were in the CWHL. Which at the time, I think you probably would have been in Boston, right? You started yeah. on the Boston Blades. Yeah. And then you played, how many years were you in Boston? I was in Boston for, I think I played in Boston for three or four years. Okay. And then you came up to Montreal. And then I went to Calgary for. You were in Calgary first. You're right. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's true. I forgot. You're yeah. just the C Dub suitcase here, right? <laughs> I only should, only had Brampton left to play for. <laughs> that would have been a ride. Okay. So tell us maybe like some fond memories or like a fond memory of your time in the CWHL or the PWHPA. Oh, see, I mean, CWHL was a blast. Like traveling those weekends, there was uh, one year, I mean, I was teammates with a bunch of the, the American girls, which always made it fun when we'd go in, and play against them. But um, playing with Molly Shouse for a year was amazing. Just learning from her. And we had a routine kind of every week. She played the first game of every weekend. I played the second game and, you know, we're traveling every weekend and, uh, her and I had a blast. Um, yeah, like, and then, I mean, getting to play with Brittany Ott, who I was goalie partners with in uh, high school when we played for Little Caesars, we were goalie partners. Oh, no kidding. That's wild. So getting to play with her again in Boston was just awesome. We always just, it's just, hockey is just a fun, fun thing. Like those years were just fun. And even playing in Boston, like we went from winning the Clarkson Cup one year to then losing all of our U.S. players to the other league. Yes. And we went. Uh, we went from, I don't know how many wins to, we won one game in shootout, but and honestly, <laughs> probably <saying>, against Brampton. 
I think it was Toronto, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and you probably faced like a hundred shots a game or something well, yeah. too. Crazy like, freaking. My nutritionist that year was like, you need to stop at McDonald's because I was losing weight like crazy because I was facing so many shots. And she was like, you need to stop at McDonald's get a milkshake and a burger and fries and then eat your normal meal when you get home. Jeez. And then on Mondays when you're recovering, like double breakfast and like all this, it was wild. Yeah. That's amazing. I will tell you my fondest memory playing against you, uh, aside, like it was kind of hockey aside, but we were out in Calgary and it was the second period. So I was down kind of in the Calgary end and, you know, like I'm old school. So I pull out the old like sweep check. Like I, I full on like hand is at the top of the handle and I just like wrap it around the net. I got puck, which is great. Um, but the girl <laughs> stepped on like the paddle of my stick. And when I went to go play the puck, the next play, my stick just like shattered in half. <laughs> and I was like, shit. And I'm looking around because like we played CW. We didn't get sticks didn't for get free. <laughs> so I was like, I only brought one stick. I don't, I don't have a stick. And so I'm like kind of looking around and, and Lacasse was, uh, uh, you know, on the bench that day. And I can't remember who your goalie partner, maybe it was Delaney Bryan at the time. It doesn't really matter, but uh, yeah, Lacasse is on the bench and I like kind of, you know, uh, goalies do their like routine, like skating around in between whistles. And I'm like, Lacasse, I don't have a stick. And Lacasse runs to like the, their little dressing room or the tunnel there and grabs one of her sticks and just hucks it over the glass to me and just, or over the boards. And is like, here, like, just, just keep it. It's fine. Like I've got, you know, I've got a few, you were at the national team at the time. So yeah. uh, it was a funny story that, yeah, like it kind of highlighted the, a little bit of the inequality that we were facing at the time. But again, like amazing to see players stepping up for each other. So I do appreciate you for that. I owe you one stick. Yeah. Yeah, you can keep it. I like. I've got, I've got <laughs> she yeah, has it on her that, wall. That's Jeez. pro hockey at its finest. Like we have some crazy CW stories where it's the national anthems playing, and then just starts cutting out in the middle. It's like, all right, I guess <laughs> we'll finish singing the national anthem. Or you show up, there's no refs. Or like, yeah, we're playing pro hockey. Like, yep, we'll just make do. It's fine. The one guy from the beer league that played ahead of us is like, I'll stay out. <laughs> Guys, like pushing three hundred pounds, like. But like we're That's gonna have to get the defib on the ice in about five minutes. <laughs> Stay away from him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we will talk a little bit. Let's talk about hockey again, I guess. Um, how did you get or how do you get into the zone? Because we know that goalies yeah. are like a little bit odd and we all kind of have our quirks. So what would you say is like if you can tell? You know, what is kind of a routine or something that you've just like fell back on the last few years to really help you dial in before a game? Yeah, I like I like to go out to the ice a little bit early, like a minute before we kind of do to go out there. And I just kind of put my head down and there's little sayings that I say to myself, like my puck, my net, my crease, this is my team. This is my game, my period. Like just say that. that and like just like even just saying now, like it brings me butterflies. And like, for oh. me, like my energy level needs to be like, up, like eight or nine, like a lot of people, a lot of goalies are like, just chill vibing. I'm like, Whoo, like, like, <laughs> let's go. Right. Like, I think a lot of it comes to me having that ADHD that like, I want to feel those highs. Like I feel highs and I feel lows, but like not much in between, you know, so, um, <laughs> Gotta keep it up. Yeah. So, I get my adrenaline going, feel butterflies. Like I love feeling nervous. Like it's the best feeling in the world. And that's why I, I feel like I love big games. I love that, that adrenaline, that gut feeling. Um, that's yeah. so funny. Like, 
I, I don't know how it is for players, Cax, but like I was always the opposite. I was like, play me some John Mayer. Let's just bring that heart rate down to 40 and let me just chill here. Like if I was up, 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 I was just like, like I couldn't focus almost like, oh, no. and maybe that was, you know, maybe that works for some people. I don't know. So <laughs> yeah, amazing. no, I need to be on the hyper side too. And really? I'm, oh yeah. I need to, I can't manage my own energy or whatever, but I need to be hyped up and yeah. Mm-hmm. Jenna, That's like, why you crush like six Red Bulls before. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> it's usually one during the whole game. <laughs> Jesus. No, but uh, yeah, I like to keep it uh, high, even on the bench or stuff like that. Sometimes I can't sit. Like I need to like oh, come up, up and then, uh, yeah, I get going. And that's why I'm the energy player too, guys. Like it's so what's the music <laughs> yeah. of choice then? Like, cause you're clearly not listening to John Mayer. Like I was No, yeah. I like house music, like okay. rapper house music. I like Mac Miller a lot. Like it's just kind of like gets into a flow vibe, but I think for Cax and I like pretty sure Cax also has ADHD. <laughs> yeah. Just never diagnosed, I diagnosed yet or not, but. There's a, with ADHD, it's like a superpower that I call it like my hyper-focus. Like, like we yeah. can hyper-focus more than a normal person can. So like I can get way deeper in my zone than anyone else can. So it's my superpower. And for me to get into my zone, it's like, it's that. I love that. That's yeah. such a positive way to talk. Exactly. Like use it to your advantage. Right. And like, especially when we get into sports psychology, like you're looking for that sweet zone and it's different for everybody. Like it's, 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 there's no right or wrong. It's figuring out what's going to work for you. Right. So it's, I mean, obviously you found that out at a pivotal point in your career and made the most of it. Um, I want to ask you, because we're talking about goalies and we're all different. I want to ask you about some of your goalie partners. Um, maybe like, you could throw, you know what, just, just whoever comes to mind, who's the weirdest goal you've ever played with? The weirdest. Or even little things for like each I of mean, them, if you have a few. Like my, my, I'll say my favorite goalie trio would have been, um, Howie, Mash and myself. Um, we played four nations together and had a couple camps, different things together. And like, like we get pretty weird. Um, Howie, <laughs> Howie and I especially. Yeah, I know. I know you're a big fan of Howie too. Of course, I love getting weird with Howie. It's just, it's just great. That's you get amazing. on the same level, pretty much. Oh, same yeah. joke, same everything. Oh. oh yeah, it's like it's not even just on the ice. It's like shower time's a good time. <laughs> the locker room, like. like yeah, yeah, yeah. I just look back on my career and I'm like, what are some of the like most fun times? And most of it's not even on the ice, right? It's like the locker room, the showers, the, the bus, but like, yeah. Yeah. Howie like, is a good, she's a good locker showers, room presence. She is. I don't know if the showers is an appropriate thing. To talk about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. like, if, you, if you didn't know, we all shower. It's okay. <laughs> but we do shower. Yeah. It happens. It's just, you have good conversations in there, you know? Usually. Some of the combos for sure. You're unpacking a lot of uh, emotion from the game. Okay. So let's get to some of our quick questions and then we're going to play a little game called which teammate would you call? So yeah, let's bounce back and forth. I'll go first one. Okay. Well, I kind of already answered that. Any superstitions before a game? Um, I don't let anybody drink out of my water bottle. Yeah. Don't touch that shit. Didn't know that. Uh, A hidden talent. Uh, I can play the ukulele. 
hey, let's start a band. Um, what was the show you last binge watched? Uh, Narcos Mexico. Love it. Um, nice. Most used app on your phone right now? Most used. Oh, Bet365. I was going to say. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, dabbling in the sports gambling. <laughs> and then dogs or cats? Easy one. Dogs. No question. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Now, which teammate would you call? Okay. Take your time. This can be national or non-national team member. Yeah. Think the answer's through. Which teammate would you call if you needed somebody to keep a secret? Keep a secret? Boy. You know, maybe MASH because... She was holding a secret from me about a teammate dating someone else for a really long time for like a year until they were having a secret relationship. Not too tight. <laughs> and she kept it from me for over a year. And I was like, are you kidding me? She yeah. is the secret keeper. Well, she is a good well, secret. Keep a secret keeper. if you tell her to. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Which teammate would you call if you needed to be bailed out of jail? Hmm. Um, well, maybe poo because she has money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say like anyone like, who has like the most amount of money, who has the most sponsors. I'm like, probably poo. Poo's just going to roll up with her RV and her, with her oh, big yeah. lot of cash and be like, yeah, I got you, bud. Don't worry. You can sleep back here tonight. <laughs> I thought you'd go like, who wouldn't ask a question and just be like, yep, right there. <laughs> you know, I, maybe she, she probably is. Probably wouldn't too. answer her phone. Honestly, that's true. <laughs> that's like not a good call. Like I agree with that one. Shots, shots wanna, again. <laughs> do you want another, another choice? So you're sticking with this one. I like that answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you'd be you'd be there in a set too, Cax. I know. That. Oh, there it is. Aww. Okay, <laughs> who? Which teammate would you call if you got free tickets to your favorite concert? Ooh. Uh, gosh, I mean, maybe Mel Deroche yeah. yeah. from Montreal. Cax has got one more for you. Yeah, I got one more. So, which teammate would you call um, to? You know, you go or you're watching Super Bowl Sunday. Out. Either you get to go or you take her. Sorry, Winston just bit me. <laughs> <laughs> Winnie, <laughs> he really he hears your voice and he wants in. Like he misses you, Jen. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Go to Super Bowl Sunday with yeah. Um. So yes, I started. I have two fantasy football leagues. Like you're right now that I run. Um, Blair's pretty into the football. Like I feel like she knows a good amount about football. Jenner too. It'd be a, a good time to to bring. Nice. I like it. I like it. Yeah, Blair which, won our one league this year. She's Turnbull. Wow, yeah. her first her first win. Big football fan or first year kind of getting into football? Just no, beginner's luck. That's our third year in that league. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, Cuddy won the year before, and I think I won the inaugural year. So. That's amazing. Well, well, Jen, we appreciate your time so much here today. And honestly, I hope you'll come back and do it again because I know there's just so many stories to tell. Um, thank you for your time with us. Uh, 
from the PWHPA and SDPN. Tune in to episode four which will, of the Knox and Cag Show, which will be aired on Tuesday. And from all of us here, thanks for listening. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for uh, being with us there, Jen. The Noxie and Cax Show on SDPN, produced in partnership with the PWHPA. Follow Noxie and Cax on Twitter at 27Noxie and at CareLMR. The views expressed are those of the individuals and are not necessarily those of the PWHPA. Check out sdpn.ca for more Noxie and Cax and the rest of the SDPN crew. Three stars!